0: The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your stripper for this evening, Scott, the Titty Man Alexander. Yes, I will be working that stripper pole, but I'm only doing it to make to pay my way through college.
1: And right across from me is
0: the one, the only, that just escaped from the Smithsonian Institute from her prison cell. Tammy, the Sasquatch, Underwood.
1: Hi, everybody. I thought you rescued, I thought you trapped me so I wouldn't have to go to the Smithsonian.
0: They were quick, man. They picked you up. I had to go out there. I had to fucking, I had to fight off a bunch of motherfuckers to get you out of that cage. Ah, Dang, I almost got my ass whooped.
1: You almost got your ass whooped. Who
0: knew that they had... Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, on security. I didn't. I didn't. I rounded the corner. And just, and my, oh, fuck. And I can never wear those pants ever again. Or those socks. And I had to throw the shoes away. It was bad. Should have worn my brown pants.
1: You're so dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So I you, you just gave me the name Gretchen Harrington. And yeah. Once again, that sounds like a fucking country singer right there.
1: Well, no. This one is kind of. This one's going to fucking piss you off.
0: A lot but, of things pissed me off.
1: Uh, not as bad as some other cases we've covered, but this one's going to fucking piss you off. Like, um, I was
0: pissed off that I bought single-ply toilet paper by accident. Did you really? I, I didn't know that Scott toilet paper was single-ply. I told
1: you it's all single-ply. That's why I said your name is on a shitty burn of toilet paper, literally. I
0: don't pay attention to half the things you say.
1: I. You know what? I've come to realize that, so, so I don't I, know why I fucking talk to you So anymore. I
0: get it home, right? And this was like last week. I get it home. And I run out of my regular toilet paper, which is fine. And I go pull a roll out. And then I start, I'm is this? What has happened? Like, did I get a You're better off roll? buying
1: generic than you are, Scott.
0: That, what the hell's up with this? No, it's single ply. I'm a yeah.
1: motherfucker. I mean, so, Scott has good paper towels, but their toilet paper sucks.
0: So I had to go buy some better, much better toilet paper.
1: Yeah. I, every time I do your shopping, I mean, I would rather buy you generic brand than Scott toilet paper. Even though Scott's cheaper. That's why.
0: That stuff's thin as a... Now, now I kind of... I figured out how my cousin Billy caught a touch of the gay. He, he, he bought, used
1: Scott... He, he used your toilet paper. He
0: used the Scott toilet paper, and that's how yeah. his finger touched. went through his butthole and caught a touch of the gay.
1: For those of you that are new to
0: this show and don't know this story...
1: I love Cousin... I want to talk to Cousin Billy.
0: I talked to him earlier in the week. He was half drunk. He's got but, his phone back? Yeah, he got his phone back, which is good. It was a fucking shocker. Anywho, so... Um, where I'm from in Georgia, we are a bunch of fucking hillbillies. So. For reals. I have a cousin named Billy. And there's two stories I'll tell you so you understand the plight of being related to anybody in my family. This is why I think I was switched as a child. Um,
1: No. No, because you're this way, only not on this level.
0: (laughs) So, and that's what I was telling. I, 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 never mind. he's, um, so the first call that I got from him. Was I'm driving, and my phone rings. I go, "Okay, cool, it's Billy." I go, hey, Billy, what's happening, buddy? And he goes, "Oh my god, I got a story for you." Remember that big old stump in the back of the back pasture, way out there in the field? Of course I do. We've been trying to get rid of it for years. I know we tried to pull it out with with the pickup trucks. We tried to dig it out, and it wouldn't come out. So. I got a friend of mine that does demolitions and he gave me some of that C4 explosive and automatically my brain goes, this guy's just as fucking retarded as you are. That's what that, that, that's happening here. But I don't say this to Billy because Billy is really nice. He'll give you the shirt off of his back. Yeah. The next thing he said was so fucking stupid that my brain literally shut down and said, hang up now. If you don't.
1: <laughs> you're going to you're going to regret it. <laughs> you're gonna,
0: I'm going to give us an aneurysm and we both die. OK, He. Goes, I knowed because you can't know anything you have to note. I know that I ought uh, drove my way my brand new truck on a counter. it was a uh, running before I touched that off. I blew up my brand new truck. I only had like, like, like a thousand miles on it I'm, uh, <sighs> Billy, I gotta go and I hung up <laughs> and I, ha- I had to, I had to process that information. The next one was the best. This is a couple of years later. I get a call. My cousin Billy's crying. I go, Billy, Billy, buddy. Whoa, whoa what's happened? Calm down, Scotty. You know how in the Bible it says, "Maran's well, do you bad stuff?" Oh, this is going to be good. All right, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, all right. I don't think it does, but okay. Let's just roll with it. I know that I ought to buy the 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 the, the good toilet paper, but I bought that single ply. My finger went through the toilet paper into my butthole and i think i caught a touch of the gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, okay. Let, let me tell you what a very loving and caring cousin says to a family member that he actually likes a lot. That uh, a normal cousin would go, "Buddy, that's not how this stuff happens, okay? Um you can't catch a touch of the gay. You're fine. Don't worry. You know, just you know, pray to the Lord about it cuz he's a devout christian. I'm not. And you know, he doesn't give me shit about it. So I'm happy." Um so, that's what a normal person does. That's not what I do. This is why I'm the worst friend to have, by the way, because I will do this to friends. I'll do this to family members. It doesn't matter. He goes, I don't know what to do. With. Billy, here's what you do, buddy. You ready? He's, okay. Now, I, by this time, I'm thinking he knows that I'm fucking with him because I fuck with him all the time. All right. First thing you got to do, buddy, build a big old bonfire, okay, out in your yard. Big old bonfire because he still lives up at the ranch. He goes, all right. Next thing you have to do is cover yourself in honey. Now, by now, he's gotta know I'm fucking with him. He goes, okay. Then get rolled around the dirt, get really dirty, and then you have to dance around backwards around that bonfire, and you start saying things like, "Lord, please forgive me." Lord, please forgive me. And God will hear your prayers, and He'll forgive you. And without missing a beat, Billy goes, "Okay," and hangs and hangs up. Well, my memory leaks. I don't. I can't remember shit except for like music, right? And so, like. A couple of weeks goes by, and I'm sitting here at the house, you know, and I'm just fucking, I'm just fucking off, and phone rings. It's Billy. Go, hey, what's happening, Billy? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing much better now. So your idea worked. And I went, uh, um,
1: what idea, Bill?
0: Bill. What idea did I give you? Because now I'm wondering what manner of... You
1: just slipped into Georgia right there. <laughs> like, literally, you well, went back to your roots.
0: It's it's a whole communication process. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there wondering what level of fuckery that I had done that I told him <laughs> to do. Because I fuck with him all the time, and he knows. You know, well, I built a big old bonfire. <laughs> And i cover myself up. And i dance around it buck-ass naked. You know, Lord, please forget. And I feel like the Lord heard my prayer. And now I'm just, I'm trying not to laugh at him. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I'm just, I'm like, I'm hyperventilating. Like, seriously. I'm like, <laughs> I I got to call you back, buddy. I got another call. And I had to hang up. And now I'm laughing so hard, I peed myself a little. Just a little. Because it's, I'm just dying. How does he not know that I'm fucking with him? So I had to sit there and ponder that for a while. Do I call and tell him, dude, you know, I was fucking with you, right? Or, and I've just, I've let it be ever since then. Ever since then. I've just, I haven't told him jack shit about it.
1: Yeah. Ah,
0: ah. Catching the touch of the gay. And, you know, that's what I'm afraid of with that Scott toilet paper in my, in my hall closet is I don't want to use it and catch a touch of the gay because god dang i can't go to the doctor for that or that excuse me excuse me excuse me doctor dr kong because that's his name um i got a touch of the gay i need a shot of you (laughs) i mean (laughs) i don't think he would like that very much at all
1: oh my god after he does the prostate exam turn around say you gave me a touch of the gay
0: (laughs) i'm gonna look over my shoulder i'm gonna sit there now spank me daddy
1: You know, doctor Coffee probably would have understood that you need to warm up to your new doctor. No, my new you do doctor's fucking awesome. He's is younger.
0: He? He's like twenty nine. He's just going on to thirty. It's, he's doing his residency, <clears throat> and he's got an amazing sense of humor. His his nurse Stephanie has an amazing sense of humor, and when I see them, they laugh. Their asses up. Off. I'm officially their favorite fucking patient. Because I go in there, and they know that I don't take, like, literally, they can look at me again and go, you realize you have lung cancer again, and you're probably going to die. Be, okay, great joke about lung cancer, okay? Some dumbass, namely me, kept smoking even after I beat it the first he, time. Yeah,
1: and he's still doing it. And
0: I'm still doing it. But, you know, I'm going to go out with a blast. I'm going to do some cocaine, probably shoot some heroin or something like that. I mean, you realize you're going to die? What? Is it going to give me cancer? Already got that, motherfucker. But, no, they they laugh at my jokes, and they're they fan. But next time, I swear to God, I'm going in for a physical and Dr. Kong gives me the pokey poke. I am look over my shoulder and go, "Spank me, daddy." <laughs> Rub my head and tell me I'm pretty.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. If- See, I can joke around like that with the people at my ortho surgeon cuz I literally asked my ortho surgeon one time. I said, "So, is it true that, you know, you surgeons just like to cut?" He goes, "No, it's What's true is that's where we have the most control. So we like to be in the operating room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He goes, when we're in our
1: office, we don't really control anything. It's controlled by the nurses. I said, I see that. His nurses are awesome. But um, no, I I would love to just have one conversation. I I would like to actually drink with Cousin Billy. You no, know.
0: no, you don't. I do. I do. Let me explain the alcoholism in my fucking family. I was, <laughs> number one, y'all out there who are raised in cities, you guys were raised on like your bourbon and Jack Daniels. I was raised on straight up fucking moonshine. That's only good for two things. Taking fucking grease off of a motor and killing fucking brain cells. Uh, Billy drinks uh, it like moonshine
1: a th- that'll fucking take the chrome off a bumper.
0: <laughs> if you have more than a shot of, of, of my cousin Billy's shine. You'll see Jesus. I'm telling you. It's a religious experience. I'm telling you, man, because he took over after my Uncle Talmadge and started brewing some shine. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, you don't want to drink with Billy because you're going to be two or three shots in pissing yourself, crapping all over yourself, thinking that you are a real Sasquatch running from the Smithsonian. And Billy's going to be sitting there going, I don't know what's happening with her, but I think she might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't quite sure.
1: Yeah. No, so let's, let's 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 get into this. Yeah, let's get in back Harrington. into this Harrington one. But anyways, so back in August of 1975, a little girl turned up missing. Okay, I'm gonna. I re- didn't do
0: it. She's not in my basement. No. I swear to God. This
1: is in 75. You were like a year and a half. You were two. Two. Yeah. yeah two. On August 15th, you were two. Phew, so anyways, God, yeah, you victims. have an alibi. Uh, Anyways, so I'm going to read you the missing persons flyer, and then I'm going to read you a news article from back then, and then I'm going to tell you what happened, okay?
0: Remember, boys and girls, no news is good news with Gary news. Yeah. That's from the Great Space Coaster, remember?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Nobody rem- I, that, That's how I know that I'm old as shit, because I remember things like the Great Space Coaster. But keep in mind, I didn't watch this stuff until I was a teenager.
1: You didn't watch Saturday morning cartoons until you were a teenager? I didn't
0: have a fucking TV.
1: Oh, well, yeah, there's that.
0: And now I'm like, I, I, I was talking to um, this lady named Stephanie in uh, in Central Point when I was uh, picking up my back haul to come back to Portland. And uh, her and I were laughing about it. At the fact of that, I, I'm 50 and I'm still fascinated with electricity and plumbing. and i i honestly wish that was one of my fucked up jokes but i am like every time i flush the toilet even to this day at 50 years old, you're like
1: wow it goes down god
0: damn that's amazing i don't have to like lift the toilet seat up with a with a boot or anything
1: anything up underneath there any snakes down
0: there any snakes nothing gonna you know no cotton mouse or nothing gonna reach up and grab my pecker are they um nothing like that no spiders uh, gonna, gonna fucking attack me, and when it's when it's snowing outside and it's cold as fuck, not so much in my bathroom now. <laughs> like I don't have to go out there. Go, whoo!
1: It's icy. it's See, cold as hell. When I was on the farm, we had plumbing, but when I went to Korea and the, the the first well, both times actually, um, in the little village where my stepdad grew up, they like literally had an outhouse. So you had to like go out, put on your shoes because you know you don't wear shoes in the house in Korea, um. And so put on your shoes and walk across the yard to the outhouse. Well, I'm terrified of them, anyways. Um, But it's like during the night when I had to go to the bathroom, I would literally wake up my sister and say, You got to go with me. (laughs)
0: Like, seriously, you're going
1: with me. And she'd go, I'm tired. I said, I got to pee. You're going with me. (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways, so the missing person flyer says, Dear citizen, did you see this little girl? It's a picture of uh, Gretchen Harrington. She was last seen walking along Lawrence Road in southwesterly direction near this intersection um, at 9.30 a.m. last Friday, August 15, 1975. She's described as a white female, 8 years old, 3 foot, 6 inches tall, roughly 50 to 60 pounds, light brown hair, worn in braids, and she was wearing a blue and white sleeveless Uh, top with dark blue shorts and blue sneakers. If you have any information about this child, please call the police and it gives the number. Now, then there was a news article, um, a newspaper clipping describing the search for her. Okay, because over 200 people gathered to look for this little girl. Um, More than 200 policemen, firemen, and volunteers searched a wide area of Marple Township, Delaware County, Pennsylvania, Yesterday, in an effort to find eight-year-old Gretchen Harrington, now Gretchen is the daughter of Reverend and Mrs. Harold Harrington of uh, this place in you know that township. Her father is a minister of a Reformed Presbyterian church next to their home. She was actually on her way to the last day of her two-week summer Bible camp, right? And the way this Bible camp was set up is these two churches in the area got together, so they would start at, at one church and then go to the other church.
0: Please tell me one of them wasn't a Catholic church, because no, I can tell you no. exactly who did one it. One was
1: a Trinity Chapel, uh, the Christian Reformed Church on a hillside, and then the other one was Reformed Presbyterian Church. Now, um, one of the detectives... Hold on,
0: here's a PSA. No Catholics were hurt in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Back to you, Tim. <laughs> Yet.
1: Yet. Yet. Um, So anyways, one of the detectives on the case said a neighbor saw the child as she walked past her home about five minutes after she left for the Bible school. Because she was walking from home to the Trinity Chapel. And then later in the day, after lunch or something, the kids would walk over to the other. How,
0: How old was this little girl? Eight. God damn!
1: It. See, and back then, <laughs> eight-year-olds and shit could walk around freely, and there was no stranger danger in our day. Remember? Well, yeah, and I'm
0: thinking back in like you know in in the 70s when when I was growing up, like I can tell you how many times we ever locked our doors. Zero. Like, net we ne- never ever locked our doors. I didn't even know that people locked their doors until we moved to California. Like for right. real. And then people, don't you lock your doors? And then we're like, no. And they're, why people come in and they'll fuck you up? It's like, um, because we have guns and we're hillbillies? I fucking don't know. God damn.
1: <laughs> now, um, anyways, uh, since then, we then he goes on to say, uh, since then, we haven't been able to find so much as a trace of her. Now, Gretchen is a second, was a second grader at the Delaware County Christian School in Newton Square. <laughs> it's a quiet neighborhood of single homes in the northeast section of Marple Township. Um, now, there there was a...
0: I, I missed something. Did you mention what state this is in? Pennsylvania. Oh, it's in Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. You probably said it, but...
1: Yeah, like a couple times.
0: My goddamn brain just didn't work. But it's in- okay.
1: Now, nearby, they had a crick called Darby... Okay, people are going to get mad at me, but it's a crick. I don't care how it's spelled, Crick.
0: No, that's exactly uh, what you how you yeah, say it. They're, exactly. I, can't, I don't understand You got why. a crick in
1: your neck, and you got a crick down the road that you swim in. Now, no, here's
0: the thing. When your door opens up, and it makes a sound, that's a creek. All right? You get right. cricks in your neck. Y'all get cricks that y'all swim in. And sometimes you have cricks that you can get crawfish
1: in. Right, right. Oh, no, it's a creek,
0: Scott. Fuck you. And you know
1: what? Crawfish don't like electric fences. Just saying. I heard it from a friend.
0: (laughs) uh, Did you walk your pet crawfish into an electric fence? What the hell's wrong with you?
1: (laughs) No, I would attach them to
0: it. They don't like boiling water either. You
1: know, that's the sad part is I loved fucking torturing crawfish when I was younger on electric fences. You'd think I was a serial killer.
0: I know you are a serial killer. I'm pretty sure you killed some hikers up on Mount Hood.
1: No, not me. Now, anyways, there's... Crick runs parallel to Lawrence Road where she was walking uh, about 50 yards behind the Harrington home. It is the boundary line between Marple and Haverford Township. Now, um, the chief of police said volunteers, firemen, and canine units searched both sides of the creek and fields and wooded areas. And a state helicopter would, you know, travel overhead. Now, at the time... Reverend David Zan- Zanstra, who was the minister, Reverend of the uh, of Trinity Chapel. Um, no, and he was also of the Christian Reformed Church. Excuse me, wrong one. Um, where was I? Uh, oh, said he first learned of Gretchen's disappearance from Mr. Harrington. Now, Mr. Zanstra explained that the... First hour of the summer school is conducted at his church. Then the children, about sixty of them, of various ages, are sent over to the Reformed Presbyterian Church for additional classes.
0: So technically, they're sent to Reformed School.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of a little bit. Now, Mr. Harrington first realized Gretchen was missing when several of her friends came to to the front door of the. Uh, the manse, which is, you know, their, where they live. When he checked the classes, he was unable to locate her. He then phoned Mr. Zanstra, who checked with the teachers, and they reported that Gretchen had not been seen all day. Well,
0: they had phones back in the 70s?
1: Yeah, they had phones in the 70s. That was party line time, remember?
0: No, I don't,
1: because we didn't have a goddamn phone. Okay, all right. Yeah. No, you guys didn't have phone. You had the tin can and, oh, wait, the small town gossip.
0: That is faster than any goddamn phone line in the world.
1: Now, Mr. Zanstra, so the police were called at approximately 11.29 a.m. Now, Mr. Zanstra and Gretchen's mother had just returned from the hospital because she had given birth to her fourth daughter, Jessica.
0: All right. Number one, you all know how that happens, right? I mean, I'm telling you,
1: pregnancy is the biggest, the largest sexually transmitted disease out there. People just don't know it.
0: Get your wife or your husband spayed or neutered today. I'm just saying. There's too many in the way people. I can see that in the fucking traffic outside.
1: Yeah. So, okay, so to sum it up, in August of 1975, August 15th, 1975, eight-year-old Gretchen was walking to her Bible school or Bible camp in the summer, and she was seen leaving her house, she was seen passing a house, and then nobody saw her, right? Now, this is it. Um, let's see here. I'm going to read another article to you because I think it's important. Um, for years, a team of investigators dug into this nearly half century old cold case that haunted the initial detectives. Now they say they've identified the person who abducted and killed eight year old Gretchen.
0: Probably Normish. An
1: no. And the authorities are calling him evil and a monster.
0: So, well, that's accurate, man. It's like seriously all my jokes yeah. aside. If you're if you're fucking with kids,
1: oh, yeah, yeah,
0: you're nothing but a scumbag.
1: So, in a news conference, um, in July, at the end of July this year, uh, Delaware County District Attorney Jack Stolsteimer what a name, announced that multiple charges were filed against a guy from Marietta, Georgia, and you'll never guess who it is. Her dad? The 83-year-old Reverend David Zanstra. The
0: other? The the other other
1: Reverend. That doesn't surprise me. I'm I'm telling you,
0: man, some of the most pervy shit that I've ever seen in my life is from people that lead... Different religious organizations with with Catholics being the top of that. Yeah. Fucking child molesters right there. Like, hey, little boy, do you want to see Jesus? They like, come here, bow down before this the Virgin Mary statue. And then the yeah. kid's got like a dick in his mouth because fucking priests are disgusting.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and check this out. Zanstra became an ordained minister in New Jersey in the 60s. And then he moved to Chester to start a new congregation. So by the early 70s. Um, He was working at Trinity Church Chapel leading youth summer workshops for teen girls and assisting at Bible school that, you know, that Gretchen attended. At the time Gretchen went missing, her father, Harold, was the reverend of a nearby Reformed Presbyterian church, and they were friends. Zanster was a family friend, right? So she would have trusted him. You know what I mean? So, um, according to... um, the, the uh, district attorney, he's talking about Zantra. He goes, he is every parent's worst nightmare. This is a man who is a remorseless child predator who acted as if he was a friend, a neighbor, and a man of God as he killed this poor little girl. Now, I told you Gretchen went missing uh, at about 930 a.m. when she was last seen heading to Bible camp. Um, as part of the Bible school program, they would start at Trinity and then later go to the Reform Church. Um, but Gretchen never arrived. So, in the wake of her disappearance, police launched search parties with hundreds of members of the community to comb through the wooded areas found near her home, as well as most of the township and neighboring communities. Witnesses at the time described seeing Gretchen speaking with the driver of a green station wagon or a two-tone Cadillac, but the driver was never located. Now, they would distribute more than 2,000 leaflets with a photo of her and set up a 24-hour hotline that got hundreds of calls, but none of the leads panned out. Um, they did identify a convicted child molester as a prime suspect, but they weren't ever able to find any evidence to like bring them charges against him. So it remained unsolved. Now I did hear, and I haven't been able to confirm it, that this guy later died in prison on unrelated charges, and he he was still the prime suspect. They swore he did it, right? Now, um, back in the day, uh, one of the fire chiefs says, we haven't got a thing, not a thing. If she's in the area, she's by Jesus well hidden. Then... A couple weeks later, um, oh, they actually even consulted a psychic on her disappearance who said that the girl was dead. Um, then they also received an anonymous letter with new information, but that lead proved to be pointless, too. So two months after her disappearance, on August 14th, a jogger discovered her skeletal remains um, bearing evidence of blunt force trauma to her skull Hold
0: up, that makes no sense Two months after her disappearance She disappeared on August 15th mm-hmm. Then you just said on August 14th
1: October 14th, I said
0: No, you said Oh, August. did I?
1: Okay, then I meant October Okay, I, I just want
0: to make sure I was getting it right Because I'm like, um, hey, you know what? That's not safe, same, same Okay, That's, I thought it said no, October, no.
1: sorry, my bad You
0: know what you get for that? Yeah Underwood! But, Over there,
1: there. Yes so, anyways, she was found with, you know, with signs of blunt force trauma to her head in a wooded area of Ridley Cr- Ridley Creek State Park in Edgemont Township, which is about two and a half miles from where she went missing. Now, authorities found her clothing folded in a nice pile next to her body, and her underwear had been hung from a tree branch like it was a flag to call attention to where she was. God
0: damn! Right.
1: Now, according to autopsy reports, she actually died as a re- result of cranial cer- cerebral injuries. Um, now, check and then by the late 70s, Zanstra had moved to Texas and he was working at another church and um, Then they moved to another congregation in California before he retired in the 2000s and moved to Marietta, Georgia. Now, police honed in on him as a suspect in January of this year when investigators interviewed an unnamed witness who happened to be best friends with Zanstra's daughter when Gretchen went missing. Uh, The witness came forward and said that she often had sleepovers over at the Zanstra home and a one week before Gretchen's disappearance, she says that the minister molested her. Um, And when she told the minister's daughter what had happened, she told her friend that her dad does that sometimes. The fuck? Yeah, but that was back in the 70s when nobody said anything about anything, remember? That's still goddamn, man. I know, right? Now, according to what I read in another article... She was asleep when she woke up to him fondling her. Okay? And she wrote this in her diary. Then, a little while later, another young girl in the area um, went through two situations where somebody tried to abduct her. And this friend of Zandra's daughter thought that it might have been him. So she just kept this all in her diary and didn't tell anybody. Okay? Until this year. Um, then, when she handed it over to the police. Now, then, of course, they went to Marietta, Georgia, and they talked to this minister, and he's eighty three years old now. He initially, he denied seeing Gretchen on the day she disappeared. But then when they confronted him with the allegations of from the diary, he confessed. He later admitted that he had, see- he, first he confessed to the molestation of that friend. And then he said, and I'm also responsible for Gretchen Harrington. Um, he was driving a green Rambler station wagon at the time. So witness reports were true. They just didn't hone in on him because he was a family friend. Jesus
0: right? fucking Christ, Yeah, man.
1: He said that on that day, he wrote, he drove up and offered Gretchen a ride. And then he took her to the nearby wooded area. Once he parked the car, he asked her, he told her to remove her clothes. And she said, hell to the fucking no. And then he hit her in the head with his fist, causing her to bleed. Now, he thought he, she was dead. So he covered her body with sticks and left the area. Now, after his arrest, he was denied bail and he was fighting extradition. Um, but the district attorney's office will seek a warrant from the governor to bring him back, take him back to f- Pennsylvania to face murder charges.
0: Is this current, like right now?
1: Yeah, right now.
0: Okay, then I have a message for this guy. You're a piece of fucking garbage. Yeah. You know what? Don't don't fight the extradition. I got a better one for you. Put, um, put a noose around your neck. Like, for real. Hang yourself, you fucking piece of human yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking people who touch kid—that—that—that's my pet peeve, you know. And I've said it before. My, you know, my, my my kids are fucking grown. Touch my kids, see what happens. Yeah, and they're grown. I dare you. Yeah, I I fucking dare you, and I don't care yeah. if you believe in Jesus, Allah, Buddha. Fucking your dog, see what happens. Yeah, play that game with me, motherfucker. They, I'm pissed. You're
1: right. I'm pissed. Well, and my whole thing is because I've heard people say, "Oh, I don't know if Philadelphia has it or not," but. You know, oh, I hope he gets a death penalty, blah, this and blah, that. and This dude's going to die probably before his fucking trial.
0: I Because I do... have
1: seen pictures of him. He is old as fuck.
0: They should do everything in the world to keep him alive.
1: They should. Everything.
0: They everything. should. Everything. Yeah. Matter of fact there, buddy, you're so manly that you could have beat up a little girl. Well, yeah. Take me on. Like seriously, I think that should be part of a fucking penalty phase. You put me into the room with the motherfucker, and I don't care how big you are. You or Todd? <laughs> yep, me or yep, me or my brother Todd. Either one of us will uh will help educate you on how the world fucking works.
1: Yeah. Well, and this is my whole thing. Is I mean, and we see it so often though, is that people who work in the community, like community leaders. Ministers, uh, youth group leaders, um,
0: politicians, that too, hate politicians, Um, man.
1: (laughs) And, you know, like uh, community center leaders and everything is they're in a position where they automatically have that level of trust because they work with people. Right. Work with kids. So people automatically assume, oh, they're good people. But I'll tell you this right now. Statistics show that a a lot of child molesters and child predators have jobs like that. Yeah, because they are they can get closer to kids
0: to say most of them seek out jobs like yeah. that, especially when it comes to anything religious Yeah,
1: like coaches and all that bullshit it gets them
0: a little closer to their fucking prey.
1: Yeah, and then you know what they do they hone in on the kid that has a horrible, you know bad family life or their parents aren't home very often And they give them extra attention So this child feels special and then they start preying on this child and you know, like Abusing this child in different ways, and the child feels, Oh, I have to because they're giving me this special attention, and I don't want to lose that.
0: Well, but that upsets me even more. And let me tell you why. Yeah. I had a shitty upbringing, man. Shitty parents, you know, and, and, and just a bad childhood. Nobody tried to do that to me. Like, and I was a cute kid, so now I'm even doubly pissed. Nobody tried to do that to me. No fucking preachers at the church. Nothing. What's wrong with me? You were I'm not a cute def- kid. I'm not defective. Nobody tried to child molest me. Nothing. You know what? (laughs) Screw all you fake ass bitches.
1: (laughs) It's because you grew up in a Southern Baptist church.
0: (laughs) Fuck that, man. No. Hate them all. (laughs) Fuck them all. Don't like any of them.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I can only imagine how her family feels right now. Because according to uh, the family statement that was released after his arrest... They said the abduction and murder of Gretchen has forever altered our family, and we miss her every single day. But come to find out, 80, you know, what is it, 80-some years, 70-some years later, 50-some years later? But, um, yeah, almost 50 years later, because I'm 48 now, and I was born in 75. So, it's like, come to find out it was a close family friend. You know, somebody that you trusted, that you had your house regularly, but that's a pretty common thing. I know, I mean, th- but think still, about who the
0: easiest targets are, okay? That's true. It's somebody that knows you. So like it's,
1: it's a lot of times it's a family member. So but yeah. Let's
0: talk about this day and age here, okay? We, we we live in an age where we teach all of our kids, um, you know, don't do this, don't do that. Can somebody turn on the fucking air conditioner and circulate some goddamn air, please? Thank you. Sorry. That's getting all mouthy because <laughs> I'm all we're pissed off about child molesters and shit. But okay, so in this day and age, like like my son's walking by me right now, you know. And even growing up, um, the one thing that I always instilled in into him is, "Hey, man, don't you know stranger danger? Don't let anybody like you, if you don't know them. If they start talking to you, walk the fuck away." Right. Um,
1: yeah, Jeremiah had a list of questions he was to ask people.
0: If somebody touches you, of course you automatically tell me, and don't worry, Daddy's going to take care of this because right, I, right. Edit, <laughs> tell him how Daddy's going to take care well, of it. right? You know, somebody touched my son, especially. If, you know, they they don't have to worry about the law. I've said it a million times. People think I'm joking.
1: No, because I used to I say it to my son, too, when I gave him a bath. Right. And I used to tell him all the time, you know, because back, you know, because at certain ages you have to give them a bath. And I would tell him all the time, you know, don't let anybody touch you there unless, you know, and I said, not even your doctor unless he asked permission.
0: No, and, that, that, that's you know, and
1: his pediatrician, even from the time he was an infant, would sit there and say, is it OK if I listen to your heart? Well, then, you know, you know, and stuff like so, that. But back so. then,
0: nobody was sitting there telling their kids about stranger oh, danger. Oh, yeah.
1: We didn't have stranger danger like back then. But
0: even in this day and age here, you know, so let's let's bring this same case to modern times because it, it, it would actually still work. You know, you're you're in a trusted position. You're a preacher at a church. You know, this dude, he's over at your house. You guys right. have dinners together. You play with the, this, this preacher's kids. You know, it's all a good time. And then pretty soon, Pastor Dipshit over there is like, I'm going to fuck this little girl. Yeah. And, you know, what do you do? now? And now you're trapped? The dude outweighs you by what? Okay, she's 50 some odd pounds. Let's say that this guy is a, is a slim guy. Right. 120 pounds, 150 pounds. Small guy, right? Yeah, it's still twice her weight. Yeah, it's more than twice her fucking yeah. weight. What What are you going to do? Nothing. These six sons of bitches yeah. are Still fucking everywhere. And now, granted, like the Catholic Church and shit like that has has calmed down a little bit on the child fucking. Uh,
1: Well, it's either that or it's more hidden. (laughs) But. Yeah. Every once in a while,
0: what do we hear? Well, Priest O'Malley. And I'm not picking on the Irish. That's just the fucking name I just popped in my head. Oh, well. Was arrested the day for molesting two kids. It happened and it, it it's still mm-hmm. time to and what happens then we don't hear shit about it. This is why I promote carrying the death penalty if you touch a child. Oh
1: hell. Hell's to the fuck. Yeah, I I've nope. said all the time that I used to have a problem with the death penalty until we started doing this, but with if the, if your state honors a death penalty, they need to expand it to child molestation because even if that child is alive, they you killed a part of them.
0: I'll tell you something. And you this, did. This is what pisses me off, especially since we've been doing this show for like three years. It's number one, I want to talk about some of the people that I talk to on a regular. Todd Cole. Yep. Okay. Let's go with Ward Weaver Jr. Yep. And we're going we're to talk about the third here in just a second because I found out some inf- information Ooh. at the last show.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, uh, who else? Uh, Monk Steppenwolf, who was formerly Larry mm-hmm. Raines. Until um, he changed his name.
1: Who um, who changed his name to distance himself from his brother who raped women. Yeah. Just um, saying.
0: You know, uh, God, who else? Um, I fucking... Uh, Scott DeCry. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to a guy named Benny Bedford, uh, who's in the same pres- prison mm-hmm. as Scott DeCry. Um, I, I talked to P- uh, BTK. Yep. Okay. Um, I've talked to Berkowitz. I've talked to the fucking Green River Killer. Um, yeah,
1: well, and we're... Shit. And we're talking to one of the most... Uh, Apparently, according to the news, one of the most sadistic killers in the 70, in the 80s, too, yes. who's turning out to be, like, not even close.
0: You know what they all have in common, boys and girls? Now, granted, BTK masturbated under a dead girl's body, but he never touched her. None of them raped fucking kids. Yeah. None of them. Zero yeah. of them. As a matter of fact, reason, one of the reasons why Todd and I are so close, uh, you know, is the fact of that we both feel the same way about child molesters and rapists. Yeah. Is that... We would rather fucking murder you. Yep. 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 And it should carry a fucking death sentence, Well, according man. to Todd,
1: don't touch women and don't touch children.
0: Yeah. You don't rape women. Those are the rules. Fucking... Those are the
1: rules. Yeah. You know? Pick on somebody your own size, basically. That's what he s- says. I get so
0: fucking infuriated because they, they, they look at all the people that, the, the, the people that we talk to. Mm-hmm. And they say, "Oh my God, look at these monsters!" Oh, oh yeah, totally. It's not, it's, it's not them that you all got to worry about. It's the prick next door that comes to your house every day. Maybe you know, daughter's over there playing, or son, and then you know, fucking jackass gets a wild hair in his ass, and oh, you know yeah. what? I want a little piece of that.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's just fucking it's disgusting, man. It's disgusting, Th- and it's yeah.
0: Thankfully, now we got kids that are loud mouth because they'll come right home, and like oh if, if anybody would have touched my kids, they would have come straight to me. Dad, this is what happened. I'd be like, okay, no problem. You know what? I'm going to go for a little walk. I'll be back in a few hours. And I'd come home and we'd all be happy. What happened to Mr. Smith? Ah, I don't know, man. He must have fucking disappeared. I, I, that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And the cops would come because I'd report to the police. And he'd be, um, but have you seen Mr. Smith? I know. I haven't seen him. I went to yeah. his house to kind of confront him. but He was not there. <sighs> it's a weird thing. He wasn't there. left all his shit and his wallet, too. That's fucking, but he wouldn't answer the door or nothing. It's a, left his wallet, huh? And his car and everything. He must've gone for a long walk. Isn't that bizarre? Hmm, Yeah. Weird. Makes you wonder, officer. Makes you wonder. You know, I just, I hope you guys find him so so everybody can get justice.
1: Yeah. That's me.
0: Because when it comes to my kids, I'm a fucking psycho. Yeah. Kids and the people that I love, you know, and that, I just, just, the thought of somebody doing that to a little fucking girl.
1: Yeah. Or to any child. Well, even a little boy. It's yeah, like, you know what? It's fucking no. ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, you know what? No. They're just, I don't, I don't understand.
0: No, I'll tell you what I don't understand. And yeah. I'm somewhere pissed. Is this cocksucker is going to go through trial and he's going to get room and board, free meals, free medical, anything he And he's at an advanced age. So we're going to dump some money into that shit. You know, I, I don't believe in treating prisoners unfairly. I really don't. But when you have someone like this guy here who who goes, no, yeah, I totally molest kids and I, I murdered this girl, yeah. Um, done deal. You don't deserve nothing. You don't deserve medical. You don't deserve. Yeah. You don't deserve a bed or a pillow. Let, let him sleep on the floor like the like the, like the piece of garbage. You
1: know what that he's, he is? He's one of the ones that I would literally put in that solitary cell at Squirrel Cage Jail. That's like where you can't stand up straight. You know.
0: Remember when we were talking about the uh, Blood Angel?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I'm all for giving this asshole the blood angel.
1: Yeah. No, I just, I just, I, ah, I don't know. It's just, it broke my heart because Jen Doll sent me the article and everything, and it broke my heart to read this because, you know, I was born in 75, so I was only, I wasn't even eight months old when this happened. But at the same time, it's like, you know? Could you imagine what her parents have gone through this entire time? I
0: the, the parents is one thing, but here is this little girl with somebody that she trusts.
1: Yes, one hundred
0: tra- drives out there, and he goes, "Okay, you need to take off your clothes." And she's smart. She's like, "Um, that's a negatory.
1: Yeah, that's a negative male minister." Yeah, <laughs> and
0: then he clocks her, you know, busts her her, her skull open, mm-hmm. does what he's gonna do to her. And this fucking leaves her body there, you know.
1: Well, just, and it makes you wonder the way donkeys. the article read is whether she was really dead or if he just left her out there and she died. You know what I mean? I think he just probably just
0: left her. I out think there so to die.
1: I think so too. So and here, then folded her clothes up nicely and hung her underwear from a tree as a beacon to like, you know. Well, just imagine
0: the terrifying, the the, the, the deep fear uh-huh. that this poor little girl, eight years old, uh huh. Kids are scared of. Okay, I'm a dick. Let me tell you a story <laughs> about kids being scared. So, when Jake's mom and I first started dating, she has two other kids. And there was Dominic and Nathan. So, Dominic was like five, I think, or six. And we watched Gremlins.
1: <laughs> that poor so, kid. I can only imagine.
0: This is how it started. They're upstairs, uh, him and Nathan. And they're, 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 they're taking a bath because I think Nathan was or four, so he's about the right age to take a bath on his own with his brother, and uh, they got to they got to making like a like a big ruckus. So I call up there and I go, "You guys better watch out; the gremlins will come up there and get you." They kept and going. you don't
1: want to get them wet.
0: So I started going. This go,
1: ah, I got them.
0: they here. They got your mom. Oh my god! And I, I told Heidi, "Shut up! Don't say a goddamn thing." And she did. And they're all, Guys, god, are you okay? Oh my god! I think they got him. Oh god! We should have been good. Guess what? After that, every bath time they were quiet as shit.
1: <laughs> You're so mean. Oh, I got
0: I got a gremlin, like the the the, the toy one, the toy.
1: Oh I, the the yeah, like the spike.
0: Yeah, and I put it above his bed.
1: <laughs> oh no! See, I would have give him a little gizmo.
0: Oh, it was great! It was great because I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> you are kind of. They're both grown now, and uh, and I, and I, I still talk to Dominic and uh, and Nathan. But, well, that's uh, good. Yeah, they 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 turned out pretty all right. But um, yeah, kids get scared over. I mean, kids have nightmares. Kids get scared oh, over yeah. over anything. I mean, they could be watching like, a fucking skeleton come on TV. That's a cartoon. They go, "Oh my god, I'm have nightmares." Now you, you you take that same child who's eight years old. You put her into a car with somebody that, like I said, they she knows her, she knows him, mm-hmm. trusts him,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: now it's gone from I'm just an innocent pastor to uh, you know uh, putting her into a position of danger, right? And the amount of fear that poor kid
1: and vulnerability, the, yes, yeah, yes. it's just
0: God. I can't, I can't even imagine Mm-mm. having that level of fear in me.
1: Well. I can't only because I've been through it, but yeah.
0: Well, except for when I was in prison. That guy was pretty big, and I had a lot of fear in me then. That was his What's name. Was his name Bubba? His name was Fear.
1: His name was Fear. Oh, so he had a lot of fear. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I it? got it. You like that one? Yeah. I got it. Okay. Yeah, I got it. That was a horrible <laughs> joke, but I got it. I had a
0: legion of that one. Yeah,
1: kind of a little bit, yeah.
0: No, I, all jokes aside, though, I just that for me is what I think sh- why mm-hmm. it should carry the death penalty. And by and large, I don't like the death penalty across the board because you're okay let's take monk steppenwolf okay because i i I posted about him in in the group you
1: did i saw that
0: and monk and i have become good friends Mm -hmm. Uh, great conversations and he's older he's in his 80s now i think 70s or 80s he's pretty well up there in age um a really great guy and one thing that i told him in the last message was that if we had the same counseling and, and, and things that we have today, back when he was 19, when he first went in, I think his life would have been tremendously different because this is a guy who wants to help the community.
1: Mm-hmm. He does
0: everything that he can, and it mm-hmm. could just be his advanced age. I don't know. But there's that potential that's there. Right. That's why a lot of times with the death penalty, I mean, some people you look at like this dude here, I'm like, yeah, kill the fucker. Yeah. Um, or anybody who kills children, like Fred and Rosemary West. I think that they... Well,
1: yeah, and... Keep in mind that this guy's in the same state as fucking Kermit Gosling too.
0: Don't get me started on that piece of garbage. Yeah, that guy should have. Oh my god, the he yeah. Penalty.
1: You know, I mean, granted, and I mean, we all have our beliefs, and I'm not going to get into the political aspect of the abortions. However, I mean, because I don't believe in them, but I also believe women have the right to choose,
0: and that's me. I, I, I'm know? a total pro-choice person, oh, and and here's the reason, right. boys girls said, Let me explain why before. you... Land-based me and go right. fuck you, Scott. Because the Lord... Let me explain why. Okay. While your religion might teach you that abortion is wrong,
1: mm-hmm.
0: other people's belief system
1: is not it, yours. Is not yours. Right.
0: And it's, it's gonna. It's gonna vary. And at the end of the day, the decision whether to keep or abort a child mm-hmm. is not mine to make. Like if my neighbors get if my if the neighbor girl who's sixteen if she gets knocked up, that is none of my fucking business. Okay. True. That is between her. And her parents and,
1: whoever knocked her, and up. whoever
0: knocked her up. It has nothing to do with me. I ha- should have no right to go there and go, oh, my God, you can't abort this child. You have to keep it and raise it right. no matter what. Because the Lord says, well, maybe maybe they don't believe in the same God.
1: Or give it up for adoption. or Yeah. yeah.
0: It ain't none of my fucking business. And let me explain why. Because whether she has the kid or aborts it, it doesn't affect my taxes. Right. It doesn't affect me. Exactly. That's their business. Right. There's two places that you can go for free in this world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? I had something but my fucking brain went. Anyway, you can you can stay in your lane for free and you can mind your own fucking business for free. Yep. That's the two places for that real. You can go. Yeah, that's fucking for that. real. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, but with Kermit, it's like um at some point, you know. The abortions that he was, I mean, because he was doing partial birth abortions where they would give birth. And then before they were out entirely, which, you know, they had to have taken a breath because once their head is out, they start taking a breath. Correct. Then they would, you know, snip their spinal cord at their neck. Right, right, right. So that's straight up fucking murder.
0: Well, it was that. And what got me when I did, when I presented Kermit Goslin was that. uh, Gosner, but yeah. I thought it was Gosling. Oh,
1: it might be Gosling. I thought it, it was Gosling. There. But is that
0: the fact of that uh, there's cat feces all over the clinic. Oh, it's, God, it's unsanitary. Yes. And he doesn't,
1: didn't get rid of his his uh, waist or anything like that, you know? No
0: trained staff None. there. None. Nothing like that. And meanwhile, these the, these women that have immigrated from, like, uh, other places, um, you know, that, that are I'm trying to think, like, like uh, God damn, Haiti and oh, places yeah. like that. They don't know any better. And they're like, hey, I'm really sick. And he's like, "Um, I'm taking aspirin. I'm not even going to see you. You're fine. And they're, you know, they're going septic. And it was just. uh, Yeah. What I presented isn't even a quarter of. No, not even close. That he put his patients through. Yeah. And this is a guy who went back to the neighborhood of which he was raised to, I'm going to make a difference. Instead, he's selling dope out the fucking back yeah. door, and,
1: and then opens a drug treatment center,
0: and opens a drug treatment yes. chat center, so he can get that st- that steady flow of income. Yeah, and okay, here's the thing, man if you're if you have a woman's clinic in your in your uh, I don't care if you're just giving pap smears and checking out vaginas, or if you're doing abortions or giving births, fucking care about the people that you're treating. Okay, yes. clean up, use. Fresh, mm-hmm. sterile equipment. Mm-hmm. Have, have trained staff. Yeah. Because I tell you what, I don't want nobody tickling my balls except for my <laughs> doctor and a qualified fucking nurse. And that's for real, man. I don't want like somebody, oh, hi, my name's like fucking Mary. And no, I, I they gave me a brief description of what I'm doing. You know, like a crash course for like an hour. No, I, stay the hell away from me, psycho. I don't want you yeah. touching me. Fuck
1: off. Yeah.
0: Let me draw blood. How about I punch you in the nose? Yeah, we can do that because I'll draw your blood. You ain't putting a needle in me. You're not a phlebotomist.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, and you just lied right now. You just said that you don't want anybody tickling your balls, but doctor and a qualified nurse. You tell everybody who who you invite to your show to tickle your balls. No, I'm talking oh, about no, at the doctor. Pee-pee. I'm talking about at <laughs> oh, the, so at, you didn't say at the all
0: that. No, at, at a show it's different. And I'm, I, I got to quit doing that because I swear to God I'm going to have some dudes. That, hey, my name's Ralph.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right.
0: And i be like, um, you don't <laughs> qualify. But you said I said that, but I talked a lot of bullshit. And then pretty soon, before I know it, he's gonna corny
1: in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> and he's like, squeal like a piggy boy. You know, like, you're from Georgia. You know how that happens. Squeal <laughs> like a piggy boy. You, you got
1: You know how this works. <laughs> but no, I mean, because I mean, because I've talked about it before. Being a victim of childhood sexual abuse, a part of you dies. You know, because you're never the same. You lose that innocence. You lose that quality. You know what I mean? Because it's like you lost the choice of giving your virginity to somebody. You know what I'm saying? No,
0: totes, man. Well, I I don't know. I know know you don't know, but
1: but you understand what I'm saying. My
0: my neighbor's outside, and I should have ran out there and asked her if she killed her (laughs) friend. I got to explain that, then we'll get back on track. There's so many things I got to explain.
1: Oh, my God. (coughs) She probably so, listens to our show, so now she's gonna be she's gonna kill you next,
0: Becca. If you listen to this show, I'm so sorry, but I have questions. So I have this neighbor, okay, and and, and she's she's really nice. She's really sweet.
1: Love I, her doggies.
0: And her doggies are made. You should see Benny, her pug. It's I know funny. he's so cute. Oh my God, I love her pug. Um, so her friend comes from Texas, and she parks, and I saw her one time the day she arrived. That car has not moved in over two months. There's a layer of dust on it. And I've heard Becca in her backyard with the dogs have not heard her friend.
1: Right. I've, and you said that you saw her watching TV but didn't see anybody else in yeah, there. Yeah, her door
0: was open. I passed by her door. And I'm like, He's, there's nobody else in there. What the fuck? Because I'm nosy.
1: Well, she could be holding the car too. We don't know.
0: For two months? No. She's got a body in her backyard. I'm tempted to jump the fence and start looking for see if fresh day marks.
1: Fresh day marks. <laughs> Does she have one of those, like, things with the fucking five-gallon bucket lid, too, in her backyard?
0: I don't even know where that goes. Like, I, someday I'm going to pop the lid to that. I'd be afraid. I mean, too. It's prob- probably leads down to my basement, and that's probably why I hear the voices of my victims. I mean, the people that could hypothetically be in my basement um, e- every once in a while when I'm in the backyard. Just saying.
1: <laughs> but anyways, like I said, you know, being a victim of that kind of abuse as a child... You lose a piece of you. Like, I will forever suffer from PTSD. I can't stand silence because I would be snuck up on in the silent. I'm going to cry. You know, I can't stand, you know, I have to know... Who's, behind, who's around me at all times.
0: You know what? Next um, time it's quiet, I'm just going to it behind you and put my hand right in your ass.
1: I'm going to hit you. <laughs> and then, you know, there's different things like that that you are constantly aware up, she's of. She's leaving
0: by herself. It's just her and the fucking dogs. I have not seen the chick <laughs> who drove that car
1: here.
0: I'm not even a conspiracy theorist, okay? I have never seen her leave with that other person, uh, and that other person has not left that house. She is a fucking... She's a hashtag now Is what she is (laughs) She should be on the back Of a milk carton (laughs) And I I don't even Want to turn her in I want her to be A better killer And get rid of the car
1: (laughs) Give her advice No God damn You know So it's like You go through things Like this And there's times When it's like I'm in a certain Like space in my head And I'll hear a noise And I'll just freeze You know And And this is the sad part Is that literally I grew up on an active dairy farm because for people who don't know what silage is, it is like fermented corn Mm -hmm. that you feed the cows. And every time I smell that smell, I'm taken back to when I was 10, you know, and just to know that that's what this little girl went through before she died You know, and that was the last thing she had in her head. You know what I mean? The last thoughts, the last emotions, the last feelings. I, like, literally, like, my heart bled for her.
0: Yeah, it's fucked up, man. Because
1: that is not something any child should ever have to experience. Ever in life. You know? And and
0: And here's the thing, man. I have changed many a diaper throughout my fucking adulthood. No shit. Never have I ever looked... At a child's genitalia and go, mm, I have to have some of that. Uh, the, the 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 usually it's something like this. Like, oh Jesus, what the hell did you eat? I don't remember feeding you that. Ah, oh, like a fucking sewer. What the hell's wrong with you, kid? I but know. It's just goddamn it. Yeah. This is why I hate the human race. Like, seriously. yeah.
1: There's I times when it. I hate. Pe- I mean, I always say that I hate people. I do. There, there are a few exceptions, but I hate people.
0: By the way, vote for me for president of the world, and I will change <laughs> of the the child. world, huh? I will change the Anti-Christ.
1: child
0: molestation. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, well, I sort of am, because I'm anti-Christian. But I will <laughs> change the child molestation laws in a fucking hurry. Oh, dude. This shouldn't be a democracy anymore. Mm-mm. It should be a fucking dictatorship, and I'll take care of that shit in a fucking hurry. Yeah. You won't have child molester problems anymore, because I'll, I'll execute them right in, t- in fucking Pioneer Square. Yeah, let all the other chimos fucking go. Oh, that just happened to that dude. Maybe Scott's a psychopath, and maybe (laughs) I shouldn't be touching the girl next door.
1: Yeah, or that boy next door. Or or yeah, yeah. No, totally. It's like you know what? No, stop touching our fucking kids. And this guy deserves to rot in hell.
0: And I try not to be so mouthy when we talk. I've been trying so hard not to be so mouthy, like when, especially when we're talking about kids. I get on my soapbox. It just infuriates me.
1: Well, and I'm trying to find because I can't find the article that I first read. But one of the um, arresting officers, or one of the officers, or maybe it was the DA from the county, um, that basically says that, you know, he's, he, he's, he, this guy doesn't have very much longer to live. And, you know, he'll be, Soon he'll have to answer to the God that he, that he believes, you know, something about the justice that the God he believes in will dick, you know, serve out to him kind of no, thing. No, he
0: needs to answer so. to this God on this, on this microphone. You know, because you know what else I think of when, when we talk about stories like this? Uh-huh. We talked about Joel Balthazar many times, and he's got a daughter. I've known his daughter since she oh, was Oh, yeah, born. yeah, 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 yeah. And I think if somebody ever, Joel and I have talked about that as a matter of fact, if anybody ever touched. Especially his daughter, because I love his. I love his whole family. I seriously, right? Man. His wife is amazing. Joel's amazing. Their daughter is the Dude, most. Adorable. If anybody ever touched
1: his daughter, you wouldn't have a chance. He would do it.
0: Oh, Joel! Joel and I talked, man. I'm telling you, if anybody ever touched his daughter, you know our agreement is, man, we got time, we got ability, and we have an alibi.
1: Yeah. Okay. This is what. Yeah, it was the district attorney that says this. He goes, "We're going to convict him." Um. He's going to die in jail, and then he's going to have to find out what the God he professes to believe in holds for those who are this evil to our children. You know, and I'm sorry, if you believe in Jesus, you know, God and the Bible and what the Bible says, Jesus literally said in the New Testament... That if you harm a child, it would be better for you to tie a brick around your neck and jump in the water and drown in the water than it is to meet, you know, face God in heaven for that. I agree. So,
0: Uh, you know what? On on every level. There you
1: go. Yeah. So.
0: Side question because my fucking brain works in circles. Are these your drugs? They have your name on them. I don't even know what the fuck they do. I don't
1: even know what they are. You probably
0: gave it to me when I injured I did. myself. That
1: was when you hurt yourself. Do you want me to take them back, or do you want to keep fuck them? Fuck no. Give me your drugs. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's the muscle relaxers. Oh yeah, I think I think
0: I have another prescription for these from my doctor too. Yeah. So okay, I'll just I'll combine the two bottles. Yeah. I just I saw them next. Yeah, to Yeah, because that
1: was when you hurt your neck really bad before you could get into your doctor. I let you. Yeah. yeah no. Not that we share prescriptions or anything.
0: No, we would never no. do that. These
1: are all natural medications. I was wondering what
0: backlofen was.
1: Well, there you go. Tell them it, the prescription name. Thank you.
0: But no, I, I have those. Yeah. I have a, I have a prescription for those somewhere on my desk. Yeah. Too. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, we we help each other out.
1: We we kind of do, yeah. But so so that's that's this that's this episode, and um, I'm just glad her family finally does have an- some answers. You know what I mean? Me too. I just wish it wouldn't yeah.
0: So a little advice for anybody out there who is touching kids. Do us all a favor. Number one, don't listen to the show. Like seriously. <laughs> yeah. Number two, I want you to find a gun, put it in your mouth, fucking end it. Or or cut your wrists. Tie a rope around
1: your neck. Yeah, Tire do it properly. The long way. The not long way. Not the, not, yeah. not the short way.
0: Yeah, you know, do yourself in. Like seriously, because there's no reason yeah. for you to be on this on this planet. None. None. I just, I just pisses, goddamn. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm over here, just fucking eared Because now I'm thinking about Joel's little girl. Oh and, yeah, and
1: my two nephews
0: and. Okay, here, here's the thing. Like in my head, I see Joel and his wife and his daughter at like uh, when we did our album release party, for example. Right, 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 right. And she's just dancing her little heart out, and she was so excited to meet me, you know. Um, and and then, but touched my heart even more, and I'll get all choked up about this. She was. Like the next day, Joel and and they all went over to I think his wife's family's house, and all she could do was talk about her dad's guitar playing friend Scotty. Yeah, you know I, I think about that, and then I think about assholes like this preacher who wants right. to touch little girls. It's just that that that's why it's it's, it's not right. just because I'm spouting off and of being an asshole. No, and it's I, because it's, 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 I, that's it's, the shit that plays to my fucking head. Right is.
1: And I look at it like that show we did at a beer at a time recently, where little Huxley like just was enthralled (laughs) by Matt, and then you know when you guys took your photo with him and everything, and how Tony took him up to the drums and let him beat on the drums, and it's like that's how you should treat a child. That
0: kid was fucking adorable as fuck.
1: Adorable, and his family was amazing. I'm hoping the next time,
0: I'm hoping that they are there.
1: The next, yeah, for the next show there in December, Yeah. yeah.
0: Unless they book us in for the November opening,
1: oh yeah, because they the October November right shows. right right yeah because I I, I, need I to like contact the her about those too but yeah
0: I like the owners I like the staff mm-hmm. um, it's it's, a, it's an excellent venue
1: it is it is and but yeah
0: honestly I will tell you that Huxley really made the show for me
1: dude Huxley was freaking adorable and then it's like you know but that's what I'm saying is that's how you should treat a child you know foster their like their imagination and their you know like he was like enthralled by Matt just up there singing <laughs> cheap sunglasses that he got up there and I mean didn't dance or anything but sat there and stared at him the whole time and well, it's that it it's, was
0: really cool. I was thinking about like my memories with, with my with like my son. Oh yeah You know like when when he was under five and even after, we played games like Stinky Feet where I go, Ew, what's that smell? And I'd grab his bare feet. Ew, stinky feet. And then, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Jake, Jake, smell my feet. They smell like strawberries. And then he'd go down and pretend to smell my feet. Ew, stinky feet. You know, just <laughs> stupid games <laughs> like that, you know? And that's, that, that's yeah. what kids should be doing.
1: Yeah. Totally. Not being
0: fucking touched by these assholes.
1: Yeah, exactly. child
0: molesters, please, by all means, feel free to end your life. Yeah. Before you hurt anyone. I mean,
1: else. I don't necessarily condone suicide, but you know what? Fuck it. You it's, know? You're I'm
0: so irritated. Yeah. I'm going to need a drink after this bullshit. <laughs> Maybe several. But yeah.
1: yeah. No, this one was not his. I just I'm so we'll be giving updates on this case like we've been doing other cases. But um,
0: state of Pennsylvania, I'm happy to go out there and take care of this asshole for you. Yeah. You just lock me in a room with him and we'll say he fell let, down the stairs. Let me
1: interrogate him. Let me interrogate him. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I, all I'm saying is accidents happen. Oh, but Scott, you can't beat up on an old man. Yes, I can. I yep. will. I got no problem. What he did to the, the molesting kids and fucking killing that girl. You just let me talk to him for about, give me 15, 15 minutes. And yeah. it's amazing. Some people just fall downstairs even when stairs aren't there. It just happens. Yeah. Sad. sad well, sad. you know what
1: the sad part is, is I tell people all the time because, you know, because we have some fans that we actually talk to on the phone and everything. And one of them goes, they go, Tammy, he's, Scott's like your big brother. I said, you know what? I pity the fool. I pity the fool that tries to fuck with me because, you know, I say because Scott is like a very protective older brother and I protect the people that I love. You know, I got,
0: you know, we have a we have a fucking tight ass family is what we have. Yeah, we got uh, not
1: just it's not just you. It's like I could call on, you know, any of the band members and be like, you know what? I can't get a hold of Scott, but this happened. And you know what? I I guarantee they'd be there. I could call freaking Brian Engel. In in Sacramento and say <laughs> Brian, I don't know what to do, and he'd be like, you know what, I got gotcha. you.
0: No, that's that's one so, thing I can say about Brian and him, and mm-hmm. I've never never met in in person yet, but it is ha- it is going to happen. I know that right now. Okay, we're Saturday morning. It's ten thirty eight. I'm looking at my computer. If I called Brian right now, and said, "Bro." I need you up here immediately. I'm going to book you a flight. Yes. You need to come up. He'd be like, all right, I'm on my way. Let me grab the wife and kids. We're fucking coming. Yeah.
1: Sweet. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's like you have that in your life. And then it's so basically what I'm trying to say is you need to be able to trust those people around you. Right. right. You know what I mean?
0: Quick question. What's the next episode about?
1: The next episode is the Oklahoma case.
0: Okay, then I'll, 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 I'll say the information about weaver the thirds
1: okay go ahead yeah no not not now but oh in in the the next next one okay yeah yeah. Yeah.
0: because we're we're pretty much
1: okay yeah so like i said i'm done with this episode and um i like and we'll be giving updates as they come in but yeah it's it's just one of those cases that really bothered me and the fact that it took so long right right you know and i don't blame the girl who kept the diary i don't
0: i want to throw on things so people don't think that it's just you know, uh, you and I think. Like, as far as people that I would protect, you, you got Dawn, you have her daughters.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay? And her daughters
0: are fucking grown, you know? Uh, Willow is, I, I love her daughter Widow, Willow, like you wouldn't fucking believe. She's just fucking amazing. And seriously, like if anybody even touched her daughters, mm-hmm. you ain't got to worry. You know what? You better believe in some kind of a god because I'm coming for you. <laughs> right. Don't believe in the law. Well,
1: I mean, and... Um. There's that, and then there's my son. Oh There's yeah. my. Fa- I mean, my sister, my mother, my brother. Oh, don't let anybody my touch my two nephews. Don't
0: let anybody touch my love muffin. Your mom,
1: <laughs> dude. If that somebody touch my, touched my nephews. Yuki and Wonton, you would murder them. I would. I mean, you love Yuki to death.
0: Uh, Yuki is fucking amazing. I he mean, cracks me he up. He
1: loves Scott, too. He saw, he saw Scott come over to drop <laughs> off my stuff when I left it in his truck that one day. Oh, that was after, after, the, after, Mill after the Mill City, Mill City show. show last yeah. year. He saw you pull up and he was like, had to come outside with me. Of course, man. You That's know? my buddy
0: right there. Yeah.
1: Some and Scott.
0: Kid. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Remember you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on me Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs, log on to the faces of the books, the books of the faces. Join Citizens of Brutal Nation. Uh, Hey, check out our our merch store. We got all kinds of cool shit on there. We probably should be saying that at the beginning of the fucking episode, too, but I forget. This show's copyright 2023 by... yeah, it's 23. Okay. By Twisted Blue, LLC. All right. So reserved if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast. They're lying, thieving bastards. bastards. And we'll see you guys later on. Peace, pot, micro dot, and little tie Tie-dye dye buddies, bitches.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye.